If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Adam, you got to smell my mic. <laughs> it smells like fucking cookies. What? How Adam, that, did you come in here? Happen? Did you come in here and, and just eat chocolate chip cookies over my mic? <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't. Over the weekend? I didn't. Just I didn't have any, I, did you guys have any cookies? I didn't have any cookies. No, I didn't have any cookies. Cookies? Cookies? I mean, that's what I would eat you if know, I was going to. I had pie, Given the choice. Before we go into the food, I, I want to say this <laughs> oh, real quick. I, I want to yeah. say this real quick before we go into the food. Cookies. Uh, we should never not see each other for that long again. Was that like five days? It felt like I don't like I was it. on a desert island. No. I don't like it. Well, I don't even like I don't like when Alone. I don't even like when Doug's out of town. I, I was like, fuck, I can't even ask Doug what's going on. Yeah, like, Doug. Yeah. Like, does mind pump still exist? Actually, we, we no forgot to tell you, Doug. We all lines. we all had a meeting when you weren't here and we decided that you can't leave. Yeah. Town <laughs> yeah. town never again. <laughs> No the vacations ship, for Doug. Yeah, it's like putting a hole in the ship. So, uh, pie, huh? You ate a shit ton of pie. I had, uh, the first time I ever had pecan pie. I've never had that in my life. Oh, really? Is it good? It's my favorite. With yeah. some vanilla ice cream over it. <laughs> it's, so, pecan pie is good then? Sounds filling. Good for you or good No, 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 no. I know it's not good for you. No, it was, I, you know what? First time I ever had it. And I, I don't know if you guys notice this. Maybe maybe Sal has some scientific study to back this up. As we get older, he our, always does. I know, right? If not, if I don't, I'll make something. I'm up. sure to say if he doesn't, he'll make one up. It sounds really. Oh, that sounds yeah. great. Uh, well, you know, pi is three point one four. Oh <laughs> yes. Uh, I've noticed that as uh, as I get older, things that I used to like as a kid, I don't like anymore. Or my stomach can't handle, or it's just weird. And things I have different cravings and stuff I like. I would have never ate a pecan pie before. And it was phenomenal. Are you Loved pregnant? It. Are you pregnant? I might be. Yeah, I might be. Yeah. Did did, did he come inside? Yeah. So mm. you know, here you know, it's true. Your your taste buds do change as you get older. Um, they become they they call it becoming more mature. But you you notice like little kids like things that are really sweet, and they don't like things yeah. that are bitter. But then as you get older, you start to like enjoy things that are bitter. Like uh, yeah, it's a lot like more smelly. heightened when you're a kid, right? Yeah. So like all these flavors just are, are a lot. So yeah, like 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 yeah. olives or like stinky yeah. cheeses and stuff like that. Oh, Little yeah. kids I don't like never that. Like that. Or like but I love now, it now. I love yeah blue cheese and I, I'm adding like spicy stuff in the mix. Especially yeah. I noticed like that like red peppers. Like I like I never used. I remember watching my uh, stepdad when I was little. Used to put red peppers on his pizza. And I'm like oh my god. I remember trying to be like my mouth was on fire. Right. Like now I drown my pizza with like red peppers. <laughs> Dude, I'm I, I go it. red peppers and then a, a shit ton of parmesan. Oh, I do parmesan, yeah, all day. When I used to eat pizza, I can't yeah. anymore. Fuck. That and, sucks. and then all is for extra salt, so I like go you know, super parched after that. <laughs> hey, we're we're moving from a fitness radio show to like a uh what's food network. <laughs> food network. Hey, fat boys unite. <laughs> did you guys did you guys you guys had turkey, right? Uh yeah. Is it is it just me or is turkey overrated? Uh yeah. It's you either know, it's either super dry or undercooked yeah, in my family's. If it, if it wasn't the for the dark meat, turkey would fucking I mean, oh, I can't grow. well, dark meat. okay, so my mom makes my mom makes a pretty bomb turkey and she makes a, a, even more amazing gravy. So the gravy oh. over the turkey is mm, I mean, yeah. that's what makes it. It's the combination. Just plain turkey unless you're having like turkey sandwiches the next day mm-hmm. is 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 kind of overrated, but I don't I I like turkey. I, it's all right. Thanksgiving, okay, this is kind of weird. So check this out. Um the rest of the year, 
if you, I'm like one of those weirdos that when I make my plate, I don't like other foods to touch each other. <laughs> like I separate my vegetables, mm-hmm. my carb, and my yeah. fat protein. Your defense line. It's racist. Up. I do. And if yeah. someone like, hey, if someone asks <laughs> me, a separatist. If, yeah. like, like if my girl says, hey, uh, do you want to try what I ordered? I'd be like, no, no, no. I don't. I want like when I have set my mind to what I'm about to consume, I want to taste that. I don't want to. Con- I don't want to fuck up my palate <laughs> with anything else. I'm the same way. So I, I'm. I, okay, good. That makes me yeah. feel good that I'm not the oh, only yeah. one like this. And then, but. Thanksgiving is the only thing that I just like to pile everything together, together. throw some of the gravy over it, and just (laughs) kind of shovel it all down. I like mixing Uh, foods in general. Yeah, I do. I look at you, and you look like a pie-eating food mixer. A what? A pie-eating food mixer. Food, yeah, well, you look like a fucking pie. Just throw it all in a pie. Pie-eating food mixer. I'm not. I can't make. I can't like decide if that's an insult or not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it was you meant to be. Pie-eating mixer. Well, 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 so trip off this right. Every Thanksgiving, right around Thanksgiving, something weird happens. This, I swear to, God, I don't know what it is, but something always happens. Like one year, my dad, of all people, almost gets in a fist fight on what? Thanksgiving. Yeah, dad. This is like two years ago or something. He was driving and some dude cut him off. And then my dad like high beamed him. So at the stoplight, the guy gets out of his car and hits my dad's car with his fist. What? So my dad gets out of the car and grabs him. And then the dude's like, I'll sue you. I'll sue you. And then so my dad let go of him. Like he was just a little, he's a pussy. He probably felt, he felt the fucking grip. Let me tell you, my dad grabs you. You know, you're going to (laughs) go flying somewhere. (laughs) An arm is going to break. So, so, so that was one year. So this is what happened to me, right? So I'm driving and, uh, fucking dude cuts me off. So I'm like, what a motherfucking ass- on Thanksgiving, what an asshole. So I drive around him and I Same cut I cut him off. You. Right? Because <laughs> totally justified. This is, this this is, is like su- genetic. Super mature. Yeah. So I cut him off and he starts to pull up next to me. So I'm like, all right, he's gonna this is gonna go down. So I'm gonna say some shit. I'm like we're gonna that's cool. You're gonna get it. So I'm I'm like fully prepared. You know when you get that like that that amped up feeling like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. like, adrenaline starts going. Yeah I might have to reach out and grab him and pull him out of his car while he's driving. So he's pulling up, and I'm waiting to look to look over to see. He comes out, sticks his head out of the window, <laughs> and bro, uh, he looked like a chameleon. And I don't mean he blended into his car. I mean he had googly eyes <laughs> that went <laughs> went in two different directions. He's like, man, I just can't see the road. So he sticks his head out. And he's like cussing at me, right? And I start laughing my ass off, which is pissing him off because he's thinking this guy's yeah. laughing at me, yeah. and I'm just busting up. And uh, you know, finally, he's, you know, he's yelling at me. I'm like, listen, I'm. It's all good, bro. Just, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. What am I gonna do? I didn't know you were special. Bro, <laughs> bro, they both. We're having a hard enough time with yeah, life. Yeah, they yeah, pointed in I'm different directions. Off. They pointed to you know left uh, and right. Yeah, you can't. You know, although if well, you want I mean, to his lateral vision is spectacular, fucking amazing. Yeah. So his do, peripheral. Do you guys? Uh, do you guys go around the table and say what you're thankful about when we eat Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah. No, that's always awkward. No. Wow, none of you guys do no, that. No, do. we're not. We're not. Wow, you guys are bad people. We're, we're not super religious. And here's oh, another, here's what? another thing. Do you guys do you guys have to hold hands when you guys do grace? We we hold hands and pray. So it's not strange holding a man's hand. Like if I'm standing, if I'm next to you, you're holding my hand, and Justin's on this side, you're holding his. (laughs) Yeah, but there's a way. There's a man holding. You're like insecure with your. I don't interlace my fingers with you. Yeah. I just can't. It's weird. You, don't, you don't like the finger hair, yeah, right? That's can, a little weird. It, it is, and I mean, I could kiss you on the cheek, no problem. Okay, uh, you know, we could, I mean, you know, you pat my. We could shower each other, no problem. Handing, <laughs> shower, holding hands is weird to me. Okay, so wait, that, wait, so wait, I, I want to back up. I want to back up it's here. Too intimate. Because <laughs> it's too intimate. Because yeah. saying what you're thankful for, bro, for you the can year feed me grapes, and I'm still going to be hetero. Huh? 
saying what you're thankful for for the year has nothing to do with religion. Oh, so you, it's not a prayer thing? You just say what no, you No, you just, everyone goes around the table and says, hey, we all share with each other something, something or the things that we're most thankful for in oh, this, pra- nice. this past year. Yeah, everyone nice. kind of goes around and says, hey, I'm thankful for this. Well, or it's Adam, he's like the sentimental guy. Have you noticed that? Yeah. yeah you guys yeah. are a bunch of dicks. No. <laughs> well, what are you thankful for this year? No, what am I thinking? I did it too. I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, okay, you did. Okay, yeah. see, I knew you were a good person. No, we didn't yeah. do that. You know what we did? We, have, we have morals. Can you do this? Well, first of all, can you do this? Can I do what? Can you do that? Do what? Think of what's thankful. What you're thankful for. I'm thankful for a lot of things. Well, let's narrow it down. Huh? <laughs> let's let's, let's do a let's, let's narrow it down to Justin. Well, and let's Doug. do this. Let's uh, talk about yeah. something else while we're doing that. <laughs> uh, think of no. He's our time with this, right? <laughs> Science, everything, but yeah. this this yeah. is, this is out mean, of reach. The obvious things. I'm extremely thankful for my family being healthy. I'm okay. thankful for those are all generic answers. You know, meeting meeting you guys. I'm very thankful for meeting you guys. Okay. And yeah, that's what we wanted to hear. That's pretty much. Yeah. I, was, I was searching yeah, for that. Waiting for that. I'm very very thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. You know, right, let me ask you guys this question: How many people were at your Thanksgiving party? Fifteen. Mm, like yeah. Fifteen. How many? Two. So. Yeah. So Did we're you say two. We're yeah. Well, my family and then I, uh, I was. Oh, you were wife's. at two. I think you said two people yeah, were there. I was like, like yeah. "What'd you do with your kids? Like you and your wife?" <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, "Someone could take try the to kids. keep it all low profile." <laughs> no, we have always a minimum of like forty people. So there isn't oh, one table 40? that we always. I got a big family. Yeah, so we do. don't sit around like we can't really sit around a table. It would be in different rooms because everybody's sitting everywhere. So the way we serve our food is, you know, my mom or whoever's like, food's ready. We get in line. I'm usually first because I'm usually waiting. I'm like the guy that waits outside Walmart before uh, Black Friday, except mm. for the food. Mm-hmm. I'm, lit- I'm, st- I'm hanging out. That's where I hang out because when she says, let's go, boom, I'm there. Boom, you're done. And we all line up and we get our food and then we go sit somewhere you can find a place to sit because there's 40 people in a fucking small house damn yeah so damn so we don't have time to say thanks for shit it's like <laughs> get your food and eat no time the whole purpose Everybody we get together right? oh, right. yeah, whatever. Yeah. whatever get your food I, this food in my face i heard you ate a lot of cheesecake too someone oh, told me oh dude who ratted me out right now it was your, your, you did yourself it was on text it was your girl <laughs> like, bro. oh right now oh i can't meet at the gym i'm eating cheesecake no, no i ran <laughs> into your like i ran into your girl at, at gold's oh, so that's and i'm like oh where's adam and she's like oh he's at home eating cheesecake so <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so after after we murdered uh turkey and stuffing and macaroni and cheese and all this other crazy stuff that was on our table we had the pecan pie, the apple pie. So I had my pecan pie and apple pie a la mode, which I, was a must. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I, I fasted up to that. So I fasted up to that. I we played know. We played basketball. And so I actually came out of Thanksgiving like a pound lighter than when I went into it, So which was awesome. So I actually lost weight going into Thanksgiving. How so did you feel after basketball? Oh, like I was going to fucking die. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this yeah. was so... Okay, you didn't t- pull a hammy? Okay, I'm surprised. So, okay, this is how this went down. So uh, my girls... That's, this is your reason for not coming to the post-Thanksgiving Guido workout. Yes. So my girl... Okay, my uh, girl's family... Um, yeah, there's no room for us. Dude. All ball players, right? Let's be honest. Always room. So yeah. all ball players. Everyone's basketball players and all the way from... And there's the youngest who's uh, 20 years old all the way up to the oldest brother who's in his 40s. And everybody played ball growing up. Uh, some uh, like Katrina played at collegiate level and it's me, her brother, Larry and and her on a team versus the other three, which is Andy and his two kids. So he has the two that are in their twenties and then he's the oldest at 40 something. And then I have Larry who's like 37 and 38 ish. And then you have Katrina 35, I mean 34. 
And Katrina tells me the teams the night before, and I'm like, and she's like, you know, I want, and she's like giving me the lecture. I want you to wear your knee braces, and I want you to make like, you're like, you're like I'm like, dude, give me a fucking break right now, make me feel like I'm hella old and shit. I'm like, first of all, okay, if you, you and I are, if cream. you and I are on a team, okay, we're gonna run game on any of the rest of your family. So I'm not even worried about <laughs> playing. I'm not gonna play hard. She's like, listen, you haven't played basketball with my family. Normally, there's a fight. So be ready that Perfect. there's a good chance you're gonna Some fight with my brothers. There you yeah, go. yeah. No way. Oh yeah. She's like every year somebody gets go, gets into a fight. She goes, it's the worst shit talking. So and on the court, no rules apply. So they could they will. They're so gonna, it's gorilla ball. Oh, they're gonna be dirty okay. and they're gonna play. But they're all ball players, so they know how to play right play right basketball. It's not like it's just unorganized. It's organized. Nobody's calling fouls. Yeah, it's, yeah. it was it, we called fouls, it was, but it was aggressive, very aggressive. Yeah, but you don't want to be that guy. It, you're right. You're right. You know you don't want to yeah. call a little sissy fouls. Uh, and the game came all the way down to the final point, and we we lost by one point. Oh, yeah! I could not believe we lost. And I and at one point, at one point, I was like, uh, we were up by six points. It was eleven, in which I told Katrina we should have played to eleven. What were we thinking, playing to fifteen? So we played to fifteen. <laughs> we were winning eleven to six. They came back and ended up winning by one point. And but. I, every time I jump and landed on the concrete out there, it literally felt like somebody was taking a sledgehammer to my knees. And I was like, oh my God, and my low back. Uh, awesome. And after the gate, so it was, what was so funny is, you know, we used to play ball like that uh, all the time and, and very, very competitive. If I were to lose uh, the first game we played, there's no way we're ending in one game. Like, it's like, run it back. Run it back. That was too close. You know, we're going to... We're, so you best- played again? No. Oh. <laughs> no, that's how you know, like how deconditioned everybody's. It literally felt like I had smoked two packs of cigarettes. Wow. Like my lungs were yeah. burning that much. It was like, man, I guess you like, hack, start hacking up bile. Yeah, maybe I got to stop this whole competing thing. Maybe I need to get back into a little bit of like cardiovascular shape. I thought maybe that was like the kind of because before, before, but, but you won't. I know so, you're right. Yeah. Before competing, I was doing a men's league. So I played in a men's league all the way into my 30s. Uh, where I, you know, I played ball at least three times a week or more, and you know they kept me in good, uh, you know, condition, cardiovascular condition, and getting into competing where I'm all about aesthetics and not caring about that anymore. Well, yeah, I can get up and run like for a spurt if I need to. So like forty, you yard, can get away from things. Yeah, not, yeah, forty yeah. yard dash. I can catch. I can catch the average guy. Completely different you know? adaptation. Totally yeah. right. But asked me to play for thirty to forty minutes up and down a court, jumping up and down, and like I literally thought I was going to die. Yeah, it, I, I, I know. Thought I was, That's how it is. If basketball consisted of elliptical trainers going back and forth, I could do a total 30-minute game. <laughs> just get on my, Isn't that get why on, those get are on my so silly? Little butt swivel. Yeah. I was bummed out that we missed out on the Guido workout, though. Dude, I, I it really was so to fun. Me it's too. always fun. It's the seventh year in a row, so we do this every year. All the boys came down. We all lifted, put on some evil music, and just talked a lot of shit, and it was a lot of fun. Um it's a good time. And then afterwards, we ate a Super Duper Burger. It's a new burger place in Los Gatos. How was it? Mm. Is that the one? Fucking right, amazing. Right near Phil's? Yes. Yeah. I amazing. about that place. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Right. So I- Put that on the list. So I went into Thanksgiving thinking I'm going to fast like you did, mm-hmm. but I had a big ass breakfast. I, You know what it is? I went into- My mentality was already there. Like, I'm going to fucking go nuts. So yeah. I just had a big breakfast, big ass dinner. Then the next day, I had all those burgers. And I think I had two burgers, a chicken sandwich, and fries. It, yeah, that was one meal. 
Mm-hmm. Justin, yeah. Justin, do you the have, fat kid came out. Do you have a uh, Do you have a magic bullet at your house? The, the little shakes, shake. Oh bullet? my god! I thought you were talking about the sex. No, <laughs> not. The, I, I <laughs> no, knew. I, that's why I clarified like, bro, it because I knew right uh, away. Sal was going to say that. If I did, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know the little blender, the little magic bullet blender. Yeah, uh, it's Nutribullet. Yeah, Nutribullet. Yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> you were yeah. you were talking about the sex toy. <laughs> 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 maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, magic bullet. So I got a drink for you, bro. Okay. Uh, I right. totally made up this concoction uh, day before yesterday. Um, concoction. Yeah. So I, I took, I French pressed my Phil's coffee. So I grounded up my, my things. I made my, uh, you know, Dave Asprey fucking coffee. What's it called? The bulletproof, bulletproof coffee. Yeah. So I've got one tablespoon of organic butter, one tablespoon right. of coconut, and then my, and my, and my coffee. Uh-huh. So that's my base. Then I take two shots of Kahlua, two shots of Irish cream, put it in there. Then I take a take a nice little shot of whipped cream. It does cream. have sugar in it, yeah. Huh? The cream? Is it sweetened? Yes. Of course it is. Yeah. 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 So wh- why do that then? What's what? the point? Of what? He's making a delicious drink. Why yeah. are you ruining I'm his story? I'm just saying. I, I drink the <laughs> bulletproof for a reason. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, yeah. it's, this is not healthy purpose. whatsoever. All but right. what I liked was, I, I, I liked how. Okay. I'm, I'm with you now. Now, deliciousness. Go yeah. Well, and it also, what I like about the bulletproof coffee with the, the cream and the butter and so that it cu- creates a little froth over there. That's yeah. what I was searching for that with yeah. alcohol. Yeah. So then I, then I added a little extra, of course. a little extra cream by squirting a little bit of whipped cream in there. Right. And I swear, you're I, so creative. I, dude. Put whip, I am not creative. Well, bro, bro I'm not even. I'm not even done. I yet. put whipped cream on my oh, magic shit. bullet too. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then I whip. I whip this thing up. I I, I pour it out, and then I shaved. I shaved. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Dark chocolate. Oh, okay. And then I sprinkled dark uh, chocolate. You, you on thought he was gonna say ass, bro. One of the best <laughs> alcoholic coffee drinks I've ever had. Wow. Yeah. I'm doing that. I know. I, I figured Are you, you make were, that for me this weekend. I got you, bro. Let's do this. I got you. I'll bring. I'll bring it up. I'm so down. What do you call it? I don't know. We'll name it something. The, um, the I feel like I should name it after Justin because I know he's a coffee alcoholic. Oh, yeah. Me. Okay. So and, yeah. I, and I was thinking of him when I was making it. I was like, you know what? Sprinkle Justin, some. I'll take it. Because nobody else didn't know. <laughs> nobody else in my call, house call are coffee the, drinkers. The Cindy Kankle. Yeah. <laughs> Kankle. The Kankle. Kankle. The Kankle coffee. Yeah, sprink- Kankle coffee. I love sprink- it. Sprinkle some weed in it. We'll have it. It'll be perfect. <laughs> you have it all. That's uh, the coffee, Sal sprinkle. Alcohol. Yeah, it's the Sal bomb. And cannabis. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Delicious. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. You, I uh, feel like uh, because our listeners, uh, we what we we did, uh, we rolled the, what, the trans gate? What was it called? What was what? Craig's business? Craig. Whoa. Training oh, slate. training slate. Tra- Trainscape. Tra- yeah, tra- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, where's he going tonight? Uh, I got the magic bullet, the transgate. You should have heard me teaching uh, class today, dude. I was just making up exercise fuck? names. Bro. Oh, bro, it's been a mess today. You know? uh, I don't know what's going on with me. I, I, you know, it's like the 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 hangover from all I the love food. It, though. No, I I think uh, we should give our uh, listeners maybe some good information and something related with fitness today. What do you guys think? Yeah. What do you think? Let's, let's do, do it. Yeah. Uh, I have an idea. Tell me. We should talk about because we've been, uh, without giving away too many details, we have some secrets we can't tell you, mm-hmm. um, but we're working on some stuff. And uh, something came up, you know, Justin sent us a text and he's been doing a lot of isometric training or isometric type exercises lately. Mm, right. And um, there's a lot, you know, we have not covered this topic because- Yeah, we don't talk about isometric yeah, at you know, all. And all there's right. there's some incredible benefits utilizing isometric type training. Well, I would like to clarify too, like as far as like the definition and what- what it is that um, actually we're talking about. So there's isotonic, there's isometric, and there's also isokinetic. So these are all different muscle contractions. So um, the easy way to sort of remember all these three, uh, iso meaning equal, right? So equal force. um, So when you break it down, isometric, if you think of metrics, you're thinking of basically like a time length, right? And so you have 
isokinetic is more focused on energy. And now, uh, what's the first isotonic. one? Isotonic. So now um, we're thinking about tension. So okay. now you got tension, energy, uh, and, and, and length. Okay. Okay. So I yeah, ask you this. So it's length. So, so it's the length of the muscle. So if you can kind of break that down, like isotonic being like what you guys would regularly think of when you're thinking of like lifting weights, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, you, you get that contraction um, lifting the weight. So say you're doing a bicep curl. Right. Right. So your muscle is going to account for that force by uh, overcoming that force and shortening the muscle. Right. For the concentric For the concentric phase. Right. right. And so then as you go down and you're decelerating, you're, you're lowering in, it. You're lowering it. You're lengthening out. That's the eccentric phase. Right. So, um, basically what I'm doing is I'm focusing on isometrics. So I'm, I'm trying to keep tension in the muscle and and the the actual length of the muscle is going to remain the same right so it would be like a good example would be like flexing my bicep really hard right like that's an isometric contraction or pushing against the wall pushing, pushing against, the, against wall the wall and not moving uh, you or the wall You're it's just something pushing. that remains constant yes 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 some interesting science behind that by the way it's funny because i have not visited isometric training since i stopped uh grappling i used to do it a lot when i'd grapple because it's a very sport specific type of contraction when you grapple, when you're getting in a hold and you're holding someone, it's a very different type of strength uh, versus, you know, pushing forward or pulling back. Well, talk about a great way to build a central nervous system when you, I mean, that's probably the, well, the, the number one out of everything. There was one was, study yes. that they did, a big study that they did, and they found that you are able to um, uh, activate more neural, uh, more of a neural response with isometric than both concentric and eccentric contractions. Wow. Over five percent more. That's so it's a great way to crazy. stimulate. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great way to stimulate or, or to get that that maximal exertion uh, adaptation to apply towards your regular lift. Now that's funny when right. you say that because I think about like rehabilitation and like uh, you know like when I went through my knee surgery and went through my rehab. Uh, I wouldn't even have thought to do that, but, um, and they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. They didn't do isometric stuff with me whatsoever. Everything was, t- obviously you got to take the muscle through full range of motion because you're trying to keep it lengthened and you don't want to get shortened and you don't want all these imbalances. But I would think it would also be beneficial then if you say that to have incorporated some isometrics. Holds. Well, isometric in general um, is a very effective tool to be added to mm-hmm. other tools. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. To be done by itself. Do. No. And here's the other thing too. Um, uh, to get really anything out of an isometric uh, contraction, you have to be able to generate a lot of force. Right. And typically when you're injured, you can barely move the muscle, let alone sit there and concentrate the shit out of it and really contract it hard. Okay, that's a good point. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Well, so, not a lot of people really know intrinsically how to you know, generate that right. tension. And so that's something that you know has to be taught on some level, but also... Um, that that's why it's so crucial in the corrective phase. I feel to establish this this neural connection again, and so you're opening up that pathway. There there's a lot of muscles that may remain dormant in a movement, right? So you're thinking of a gross oh, yeah. motor movement. There's going to be muscles that um, just based off of imbalances, which we had talked about in a previous podcast, like that are not contributing, and they should be contributing. And so these are this, these are things we need to address and identify. And isometrics is a great way to reestablish that connection. So that way, you know, you have greater amplification of this, uh, you know, from the central nervous system. It also produces um, when you want to think of a hard body, when you just feel hard and dense. Is- training isometrically tends to produce, and this is anecdote, but it does tend to produce that type of body. I'll give you an example mm-hmm. of somebody who's famous. 
um, who's n- no longer with us, but who was known for Jack his Lane. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was known for his isometric strength. He yeah. couldn't bench press a lot or lift a lot above his head, but he could take a hundred pound dumbbell and extend it out and hold it out at arm's length right. for a length of period of time. He had incredible isometric yeah, strength. It's like, crazy, ridiculous isometric strength, and it makes you solid and hard and think about the stability that you get from that kind of training in everyday life when I'm lifting something heavy or I'm holding something or someone bumps into me or I fall down or whatever where I can brace myself and generate that 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 isometric that hard squeeze yeah, you can that get hold. immediate tension one thing that he used to do well basically one of his philosophies was to remain tense within all of his movements so that he would really uh uh, practice in, in the, the repetition of that on a daily basis where he's going through specific um, types of movements, but he's remaining tense intrinsically the whole time through the movement. So they, they, they kind of coined a, a term for that. I think it was dynamic tension. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it, it's pretty similar to basically like if you're thinking of isokinetics, um, uh, they have to have specific machines to be able to even make that happen. So what does that mean? That means that your energy has to remain constant as far as the energy it, it requires you to produce in order to uh, go through the entire contraction. Both it c- it could be uh, concentric, it could be e- eccentric, right? Well, you know, it's it's funny because back in the day, strongmen, uh, the old strongmen, this was part of the routine. Isometric training was always part of the routine, where they would either hold something heavy or stand with a really heavy weight. Uh, or hold themselves in a position, and then people will place weight on it, and they would do this for you know periods of anywhere between six to you know twenty seconds, mm-hmm. uh, or even thirty seconds to hold these type of contractions. This was a regular part of strongman competition, a uh, strong strongman, excuse me, uh, strongman training. Um, and what we find, if you look at studies, is isometric training alone will produce muscle growth. It does not compare to regular concentric and eccentric contraction type training it won't build as much muscle as those however if you're smart and you add it strategically and use it appropriately and add it to a routine that is traditional that uses the concentric and eccentric contractions you will get more growth more muscle more strength more performance than if you never added it in the first place and one of the big um uh, I, I think one of the big downfalls or one of the things that people like to point out about isometric training is that muscles are relatively specific in how they adapt. Mm-hmm. So if I get, you know, if I train my muscle within a particular range of motion, a lot of or most of my strength will be in that particular range of motion. So when I'm doing isometric contraction, I'm not getting much carryover to the to the rest of the, the you know, the rest of the range of motion. But however, it's actually not at quite that um, that bad. Um, they've done specific studies on this. And they found that if you inc- increase your isometric contraction, let's say I increase my isometric contraction at 90 degrees mm-hmm. with my bicep, um, it will apply to 20 degrees in either direction as well. Mm-hmm. So you actually get a lot more carryover than you think. Mm. And you can also change the positions of the isometric so that you can get that range that of motion. Yeah, because, uh, okay, so I'm not going to give everything away, but like I have been adopting a lot of isometrics um, and also dynamic tension in uh, what I've been crafting as far as like programming goes. Um, and it has done like crazy things as far as like PRing and, and uh, uh, utilizing it at proper timing, you know, of incorporating it in certain stages of, you know, the phases that I'm approaching, especially with like Olympic lifts and power lifts and things like that. Uh, but basically like the, the concept of like isometrically um gaining gaining more more of this like neuromuscular uh recruitment pattern so if i'm 
if I'm focused in one part of a movement. So if I'm going to break down a movement, I'm going to break it down in components. So mm -hmm. I'm going to start with like the first part of the movement. So now if I take that first part of the movement and then I do like an you isometric, know, an isometric yeah, uh, uh, exercise just in that one position, I'm, I'm basically communicating with my body like this is this is one of the um, uh, patterns that I'm going to I'm going to need to replicate. So um, you're, you're teaching your body how to go through each one of these components of the movement. And so now you take that into pieces. Now you place the, the total movement pattern. Your body is going to respond to it because I've woken up and, and, and turned on that that communication. And, you know, like I'll give you an example um, of, you know, what Justin's talking about. Let, and I'll make it real basic. Let's say your let's say your 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 squat weakness is at the bottom, which like most people, most people, when they do a squat, the, the they're the weakest at the bottom part mm -hmm. of the rep. One way you could use isometrics to strengthen that is to get under a bar that you can't move. Mm -hmm. Get in that bottom position and just drive, not trying to lift the weights. You got to be careful. You got to drive into the weight and then really activate all your muscles and yeah. contract the shit out of them and do that for sets of 10 seconds. That would be uh, one way to get to give you increased strength in that position. Right. Uh, here, and here's the other thing with isometric training. It doesn't damage muscle uh, very much. Once you start to adapt, you really don't damage muscle. However... Uh, you adapt too quickly. You adapt quickly, and you can fry the shit out of your central nervous system. Right. If you're a very advanced lifter, like you know guys like us who've been working out for a long time, we can generate a strong, forceful contraction. Well, if you're giving max exertion, right? right. And so that's and basically that is a component of isometrics you do want to focus on, like really going for that max exertion uh, within that uh, uh, position. Of uh, uh, so. <clears throat> yeah, there, there's definitely ways that you can use it in ways that aren't going to benefit you using it. So, you know, these are sort of things that I'm, I'm trying to articulate as I'm writing them out, mm -hmm. you know, programming wise. So a, a couple things, <clears throat> and I'm, I wanted to let you guys go uh, as long as you went right now, because I, I think that was fucking some of the best information we've given on here in a long time. And uh, it's going to definitely appeal to a lot of trainers. Uh, I think I think. To get the mass audience, I, I want to kind of dumb it down and, and break it down a little bit to what we're talking about. Because right, isotonic, isokinetic, iso, isometric, we're talking about concentric, eccentric motions. I mean, we're talking about a lot of technical right, terms. Right, right. Yeah, let's just dumb down isometric. So, so a couple a couple things. I think, I think Sal gave one of the best analogies I've ever heard anyone give with understanding the importance of the central nervous system. So let's first talk about that. Then we'll get into the, how to train it. Because I think that's, mm -hmm. I, I think we can all agree that's probably the most beneficial thing that you're going to get from isometric movements wouldn't you agree would be yeah. that oh, so yeah. the whole concept of this the central nervous system and like i said sal i think has said this uh, said this best out of all of us was giving the example of it like an amplifier for speakers and we all know that if you have these great big 15 inch woofers that are badass speakers and you're running only 200 watts to that it's we're almost worthless because those speakers are nowhere near pretty weak. Yeah. Doing the capacity, which we've all seen this before. How many times have you ever walked in the gym and you've seen the big fucking meathead guy with huge muscles and he's over there curling 30 pound dumbbells or he can squat, barely squat two plates. Perfect example of somebody who's got the big woofers, but hasn't learned to train his or train his central nervous system. So he has this really strong effort. And how many times have we walked in the gym and seen that guy who's very unassuming? He's only weighs 150 pounds. He looks like a little scrawny fuck. And the guy, ripping 400 pounds off on his deadlift or squatting 400 pounds and he's strong as fuck. That shows you somebody who's getting like almost maximum output on his speakers. He's 
done a really good job of building his central nervous system, mm-hmm. building that amplifier to get the most out of his speakers. Right. So that all being said, now isometrics is, and it's not the only way, but it's another great tool that we haven't talked about on how to how to build this central nervous system up, which is, you know, and we won't give a lot away, but I will tell you that's where I know Justin is working on some stuff and building some cool well, shit. Well, I mean, to be clear, the reason why we're, we're, we won't give a lot away is not because we're, I mean, I said it was a secret. I was joking. The reality is it's it's quite complex Yeah, and how you apply it. You can't exactly. just you can't just throw it into a routine. Which is why I wanted, to, why I wanted to bring this yeah. back down so people understand how, what is this really doing for me? How do I incorporate this into my work? So I hope everyone understands that this is this is what it does you know by incorporating yeah. that you are strengthening your amplifier so you can get the maximum output of your speakers now so that's the whole concept i love that analogy that sal's given before now getting into how do we incorporate that so i have a question for you mm-hmm. justin and sal is um you know if i'm going to do an isometric hold is there a protocol for the time that i do an isometric hold um Typically, so I mean, anything over well five ten seconds. I mean, you kind of mentioned it. it's at that point, like you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna over exert and you're gonna overdo. You know, if you get you start to you that. start yeah, to lose diminishing returns, right? You start. What happens if if you go too long is you start to lose. Uh, because you're trying to train the central nervous system to really push out maximally. If you go too long, central nervous system dampens down and you start to train endurance, which is fine if you want endurance. Like if you want to be able to you know, hold. no. I'm looking. We're looking for maximum well, output. About, we're trying right. to build that amp right. up. Then so you want to think of probably it probably five to eight. Well, it tops. should last as long as a set of you know eight reps in an exercise. So if an exercise that does, you do eight reps lasts you 20 seconds, right. then that you you want to go. You that's want, about as high as you want to yeah, go. Yeah, you want the same response as you would if you're lifting a weight. Right. So it has to be about the same timing with that. Um, but yeah, you could, you could do it for conditioning if you go into excess of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also if you're really just just you know, you have no communication. Like sometimes it takes people in the very beginning, like uh, longer than that to, to really start to feel a connection be established. That's a great point, Justin, because right now all of us could flex a muscle real hard if we wanted to. And there's a lot of people out there who would probably have to concentrate on flexing it for like, you know, flex, squeeze, 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 squeeze. And then all of a sudden they're getting that, Mm -hmm. that muscle fire. How many times have we had a client like that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, where you like squeeze this and they're squeezing it. And then after about five or 10 seconds, it's finally starting to, Really fire the way, because the most effective uh, way to use it is intrinsically. So you're producing this force as opposed to like with loading a weight. So uh, I think some people also think of isometrics as something weighing you down, and then or you're overcoming gravitational forces, yeah. right? No, necessarily. Not at necessarily. All. Like the the way that uh, I feel is most effective is the way that uh, you're applying these forces. So you're actually like you. The only way to establish that connection is to to squeeze, to to brace, to to get that uh, a muscle to contract on your own. Okay, so if I'm just clenching my fists and I'm trying to tense my whole body up, that's an isometric hold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, that that's just a little bit of a difference. Don't think of it as I'm just holding this weight at the bottom of my left. No, let's use that as, and it's like well, smashing. Let's use me. that as an example. What you just say because I think it's great. If you were to stand upright and clench your tense your body up, trying to tense the entire body up by clenching your fist. Yeah. Here's here's when you know you're doing it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're clenching and you feel it in your hands. 
because you're clenching so hard versus inside your center. That's right. when you know you hit it right. Like that's how I explain when I'm doing an isometric hold with a client, I'm explaining, we want to feel this from the center, right from the center of your body, your abdominal kind of core region, and then outward, not the other way around where you're focusing, which is, that's the, I think that's the mental connection mm -hmm. piece right. that you're really training and that people well, have a hard time well, with is you look at your limbs and you're, or whatever you're grabbing, holding, or pushing so against. It's not just biceps or, or whatever. Yeah. It's going to stop in the chain right there. Whereas exactly. we're trying to amplify the entire body. So yeah. uh, I want leg tension. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people, you know, it, and that's where that separation has occurred a lot, especially with the split training mentality, which I have. That's why one of the reasons I know Sal brings up the, the benefits of total body training all the time as far as an overall strength and muscle building effect is superior. However, it's also because I'm getting that, uh, you know, your body wants to move in these uh, gross motor movement patterns first. And that's how it prioritizes. It doesn't want to work in isolation. It doesn't want to work in isolation. Actually, training in isolation for too long trains your body to work in isolation, and you actually get problems. Then you start to then you get dysfunction. Yeah, so that, if I'm if I'm walking in in my knee, it, it, you know, I'm raising my knee and I'm moving and I'm and I'm twisting my body, you know, like and my upper body isn't involved with this. Like this is where like that, you're, you're literally oh, no, breaking you're, it down into different. No, muscles. You're, I mean you're 100 percent great. You, you you'll never. Uh, use your biceps to pick something up in a preacher curl not position. Functional yeah. for any you'll ne part you'll of never life. be in a preacher yeah. curl position and curl something up to your shoulder well, with your bicep ever in your life. But you will pick something up off the floor and bring it up to your shoulders right. or do something like that where a movement like that well, or a deadlift. You, you were we, talking about right. how you were talking about how um, you know uh, you know getting the whole central nervous system to fire. But you know it's also uh, you know it's someone working in isolation all the time might be able to get a really hard contraction in their bicep. But then when they try to activate their the rest of their body with their bicep, like you said, lifting a box or something, then things don't communicate well. Yeah. So there's there's so much and this is this is just the thing. This is a very complex thing. Mm -hmm. And the way you apply it has to be done in a very appropriate scientific way. Otherwise you're not gonna get out a lot a lot out of it or you'll fry yourself. But if you apply it properly, you can get some amazing benefits. Right. You know, what one of the things that reminds me of um, is uh, and martial artists are are, uh, are huge in isometrics. Yeah. Like you see all those kung fu guys who stand and they they're freaking tense, and then they'll break like a two by four over their back. Mm -hmm. They're 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 able they can, to reach an isometric contraction that's like cement. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where they get punched in the stomach, and they're just, Ugh! you know everything's like a freaking. Well, solid, it's also yeah. like animals. Like so, if you think of uh, why a chimp is really so strong, and yeah, granted they do have like really dense, you know, massive yeah, muscle good leverage, mass, all that stuff, right? All that kind of stuff. But really, their central nervous system, like uh, instantaneous firing ability, it's not just like if they're grabbing something, it's not just like at their limb. It's all the way through their shoulder. Mm -hmm. It's all the way through their cords, all the way through their legs. And they do it instantaneously without any, uh, you know, break in, or kink in that uh, communication. So, um, you know, it, it's like we said before, it's like having governing, like we govern ourselves based off of like, uh, you know, we have a lot of little uh, things that we try to make more efficient because we're less active now. Uh, whereas... You know, with them, it's like it. You know, there's no, there's no uh, uh, little like nimble deck. You know, things that are going on on a daily basis. It's all like these major movement things that okay, I need to just get that instantaneous uh, help from my central nervous system to to get like a hundred percent effort there. You know, I just remember too, uh, the old school bodybuilders used to preach 
flexing really hard in between sets yeah. and, and and doing posing every week because it bring, they would say it brings out the definition and the hardness in the muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, Schwarzenegger was big on this. Yeah, he used to always talk it's about still, flexing. Some, there's some guys that still that still do that. In fact, I still do that once in a while. But it's funny when you I see other people doing it, their their mentality of it is what you just said yeah. versus what they're really doing is is training that that central nervous right. system really well. I w- I would say if you wanted to start taking advantage of something like this now is um, I would throw in a set here or there after you train a particular body part like chest or back or, um, you know, throw in a set and start to feel your body out. Um, but we're going to we're gonna try and put things together. And it's not just focused on isometric. We're putting something big together. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, isometric training is something that is, number one, there's two reasons why we want to we incorporate that. Number one, nobody fucking does it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like this huge, uh, uh, it's this gem that can produce great results it's not a trick, you know, like occlusion training, it gives you results, but it's kind of a trick. It's not something that's a huge, crazy boost to your training. Isometric training is one oh, of those yeah. things. Yeah, no. Utilize sure. it properly. It's a bit, it, it can become a very big part of your routine. Um, and, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just crazy thing that no one's art. talking about. It's a lost yeah. art. Fuck, I love that. It's yeah. exactly what it's it is. No, it and is. that's how I felt about, you know, kettlebells and, you know, old strongman lifts and, and the same thing why CrossFit, we always come back to it. It's like they brought, you know, the, Some the, of these the lost, old way of you know. doing, like nobody was deadlifting, nobody's doing backloaded squats, you know, to the capacity that, you know, people, you know, playing sports and going through programs were doing. So uh, this is another lost art that, that, um, has been effective and i mean shaolin monks like i immediately think of things like that like you know it's it they're getting that strength and it's not you know necessarily you don't look at them as a physical specimen but man they're strong and they're strong because of disciplined you know utilizing this uh this dynamic tension this this isometric style training uh that if we could tap into that on a on a some level it's going to benefit the overall. You ever, you guys ever meet someone or, you know, I don't know, because you guys have been in sports and stuff. You ever meet someone or compete against someone who had really, who was just, they besides being big and all that stuff, they were just hard. Like they were immovable. Like you, you oh, could yeah, tell once they tensed things up. That. Yeah. Once they tensed up, it's like they're not going anywhere. Yeah. You ever, you ever, you ever noticed oh, yeah, that? Yeah, no. made your hand do this like you're holding a cock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Immediately when I, he starts talking about the day, hard I squeeze stuff. that bathroom. Uh, the day that I feel like mind pump has really has really penetrated the industry is when we can walk into the gym and I start to see like people, isometric holds. You see people right. doing BFR. You start seeing like good ass fucking techniques versus, instead of the guy on the side. Do you know how often now I Using see this? Bands, it's driving me you know, fucking crazy. What the sideways leg press? No, that that was yes. Yesterday, yesterday I saw both the sideways leg press and the sideways fucking hammer strength machine press with one arm. Uh, this bullshit. Mm-hmm. I just and I just want I want to walk up and slap him and be like, dude, really? You like Joe? Part, Swole part that of much? the pumps army, huh? <laughs> Fuck, it drives me crazy. Yeah. I you know what? It, and it's it's getting worse though. That's why I'm like, dude, we gotta there's, hurry up. But there's good stuff too. Look, I, I went to work out today and every rack was full. I had to wait 15 minutes to use a rack. No, thanks to CrossFit, we figured out we need a squat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, CrossFit. You yeah. did one thing right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, okay, yeah. so that you're right. right. That is that that has changed in the last 10 years. But for that changing, that's a good thing. But I still see this over this uh, yeah. overwhelming amount of people that are now following these social media, you know, fit tards that are you know preaching all these ways. Ooh, of, hashtag of, fit that tard. A new, that's a new one. No, that's Craig. That I, I stole that from Craig. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Craig did that one. I thought that was pretty clever. 
clever. Hashtag though. fitards. Yeah, Hashtag. fitards. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, for for me personally, I talk a lot about squeezing the bar really hard in my exercises, and that's mm. a form of an isometric. I training did that the other day. Yeah, it is. How'd you feel? That's effective I, I did, too. I felt good. Yeah. I, I went heavy on bench the other day, and I and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna really focus on that. I can't remember the last time I tried that and see if it makes a difference, and it did. It absolutely did. Isn't it weird? Yeah. No, it's well, like it's, you're crushing the bar. Well, and it's you're exactly stronger. it's exactly what we're talking that's about right it. now. Is it it that fires that central nervous system? You know what I'm saying? Now drive those legs in super hard and get mm-hmm. leg connection intense yeah, yeah. And it just it helps the overall yeah it, it does you know it's uh because i trained in you know in grappling there were a lot of guys with especially in, in brazilian jiu-jitsu with ridiculous isometric strength like you'd they'd get you in a position and you try to move them yeah. and they were really smart with their leverage but they were also like and these are guys that i was way bigger and stronger than than mm-hmm. and they were just lock on to you like a freaking crab like you can't take that that claw off your hand, off your off well, your you knee know, or whatever. Yeah. Well, and that, it's so impressive to have that kind of strength. Yeah. The one thing I think about it, like, remember when we talked about the basketball game we played against those Niner guys? Yeah. And uh, uh, was it Pop? What was his name? The the big uh, 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 Samoan guy that I was covering. Oh yeah, I, uh, Isaac Sapawaka. Yeah, Sapawaka. So the one thing that was a great compliment to me, like he made. Uh, cause I'm obviously not that big you know, in comparison. <laughs> and this guy was like throwing around 500 pound bench press. Like, right. like it was like his warm up. anyway. So he's, <laughs> he's going to drive into the hoop and it's like, I had to hold my ground. Well, guess what? I needed to get immediately tense all <laughs> over 100%, my fingertips to my toes kind of strength. Right. And, uh, and I held my ground and he couldn't, he couldn't, you know, muscle me in. And he was like, whoa, what? You know, he was like impressed by that and like told me Well, yeah, because he's got so. like 150 pounds on you. So it's easily. Pretty, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, easily he's a big boy. And he's strong as fuck. So anyway, but that's that's what that we're talking about, like is being able to, uh, you know, tap into that. Well, how about how about the other extreme? You know, like new clients or people that have never weight trained before and do have no mind muscle connection and they get in there like how poor their like central nervous system connection is. It's crazy. And they can't even they it's. You no matter how many times you show them the form right in front of you, they can't even make that connection. Oh, you tell them to to they can't even lift. They can't lift near their capacity for strength. They just can't fire like that. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I guarantee you guys have done this too. Can't tell you how many times I'll have some a new person do an exercise and they'll feel it somewhere else because they can't. They've so disconnected mm-hmm. from their fucking body. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they'll feel it in some odd stabilizer muscle. Like we'll be doing a tricep press now, be like. Ooh, I feel this in my abs. Here, my yeah. shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it's like you feel in your abs. You're, you're so disconnected and so yeah. weak that you're feeling that in your you're abs. Crunching you the weight forward. Yeah, yeah. so you don't fold in half. You know, <laughs> fly backwards off of this cable. Uh, it's such a. Or we'll do a back exercise. I'm like, squeeze back here. Feel like I can't feel anything back there. Yeah, what's this for? Yeah, it's it's literally yeah, any trainers gonna. It's yeah, like a paralyzed muscle. That. It's kind of scary. Yeah. It, uh, you know, another another sign of that uh, when you take time off. And then you go do an exercise you haven't done for a while or work a body part you haven't worked for a while and you get that shaky. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Where you start to push away and it's like da 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 Yeah, yeah. That's your central nervous system trying to fucking figure out what's going on. Yeah. yeah. What? You know? Why are we doing yeah. this? I always, anytime I take off for a while and then go back to a movement. Get that like, shakiness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, it, and it's a weight you know you can get up. You know your muscles are strong enough to do it. But even hey. like, yeah, bench press is one of those common ones. Like if I had, hadn't done flat bench press in a long time and I come back to it, it's like, Mm-hmm. You hit the plate and you're like, wait, this is light. I know I got this, yeah. but it's exactly. Yeah. And but what ends up happening after a couple sets is you start to feel stronger, especially if you're coming back, right? Yeah, yeah. that's your central nervous system. That's it, you know, man. putting putting into play. And it's in, uh, you know, here's another example. Someone was telling me about uh, brought this up the other day, and I thought this would be a great example. 
Uh, how strong are you when you're laughing really hard? <laughs> I've never even thought you're of that. You're weak. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're laughing your ass off, you're weak as shit. Your muscles have getting like tickled. Yeah. You're I'm like, <laughs> that's like my one thing. Like, I, I was like, told my wife, I was like, you better not tell anybody this ever. It's like <laughs> kryptonite for me. I have like no strength ever. Adam, <laughs> somebody t- tickles me, let's tickle I'm, him. I'm done. Let's tickle him this, this weekend. This weekend, bro, you're getting tickled. This, this weekend I, on our getaway. I mentioned that. We're going we're <laughs> to pin him and Doug's going to tickle him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, when you laugh, your central nervous system is, essentially shuts off. Yeah. And, and your muscles haven't changed. You're just weak because that amplifier was turned down. Hell yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to Mind Pump. Please subscribe to our awesome podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.